Welcome to 104 Days, a Phineas and Ferb companion podcast. Hi, I'm Callie. And I'm her dad. And this is episode 24, The Ballad of Bad Beard. So this is the one where they're locating Bad Beard's treasure, because apparently there's a treasure, or booty, that's what the grandpa called it. So they've returned to the camp with, uh, well, it's not camp, it's just... Camp. Grandpa Clyde and Grandma... What's her face? Yeah, what's her name? Betty Jo from episode 6, episode 11 of this podcast, Get That Bigfoot Out of My Face. So they're back there again. And uh, looking at the formula, kind of a real mix-up. It scores a 6 because there is no what you're doing. No, we don't know what their mom is doing. And he doesn't say, oh, there you are, Perry. And there's no jingle. But um, instead of saying, I know what we're going to do today, he says, hey, I know what we should do today. And instead of saying, where's Perry at the beginning, it's after Perry returns with Candace and Agent Timing. E. He says, where's Perry? Oh, never mind. The song, I kind of liked it, but it's not my favorite. What is the song, Kelly? The Ballad of Bad Beard. Kelly's going to sing a little bit of it for us. R, 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 R. This is the Battle of Bad Beard. Good enough. So I forgot the lyrics, so I was like... Yeah, well, the lyrics, yeah. The lyrics, they, all the kids get a chance to, to say a line in the lyrics. I'm running out of underpants. In fact, Ferb also even gets to say a line. Right in the middle, he says... And all refuse to take a bath. So I guess that's good. That's something that kids would do. We speak on the subject of songs briefly. Stay tuned toward the end of the episode as we again have a brief countdown of our three songs from the second segment of the first season. More details on that later. Certainly the single greatest first appearance in this episode. The zebra who calls Candace Kevin. Yes, because Candace, Candace, it looks like she's tripping on the orange moss, although we find out at the end of the episode that it's the blue. That's the blue. That's the problem, not the orange. So she's really seeing everything, which doesn't explain why she sees a zebra that calls oh, her Kevin. Oh, much weird, stranger, Kevin. Love the beard, Kevin. <laughs> but yeah, I wrote down on my notes. Dad was just clapping like. I wrote down on yes. my notes here, just Kevin with an exclamation mark. <laughs> That is one of the greatest recurring gags in the show is the zebra popping out to call Candace Kevin. How many times is the zebra in the show? I have no idea. Not enough. Or maybe it's just the right amount. Well, Kevin. We have a lot to get to. This is a. Oh, I, I have a conspiracy theory. Um, so in one of the episodes, um, I think the one scare out of do you some good. Yeah. Um, there's this. Um, mentor that Dr. D had and his name was Kevin and I think him and the zebra were friends and that's why and I think that maybe that that tutor or something whatever or instructor was actually looked like Candace that's why he calls him Kevin or he's just not that smart or it's just for a joke I don't know yeah or he's just a figment of Candace's imagination no you don't think so? You think he's real? Yes. You think he's really hanging out there on the dock? Yes. That would be that would be interesting. I don't know that we ever get a definitive answer to that one way or the other. You can search it up. Yeah, but that doesn't mean there's a definitive answer. But 
as I said, we have a lot to get to. I wasn't really, so I wasn't really looking forward to this one, but I was actually really struck by how many great lines. I wrote down a dozen different things that I had to weed I wrote down, down 10. To, I had to, to strip down to three, but, um, you know, I cheated a little bit, as you'll see. Why? To, to wedge in more than just three. <gasps> we can do that now? Well, if you do it, if you do it right, as you'll see. Callie, what's your number three? My number three is when Candace is covered in moss and goes up to Dr. Doofenshmirtz, and Dr. D's like, a say, the say hi, a pharmacist. <laughs> my number three. That's good. My number three is also in Dr. D's new lair, the one that gets subsequently blown up. He has two crocodiles? Yeah. Or the alligators? Alligators or crocodiles and are the says, same thing. I named them, and here their names are Susan and Susan. I named them after each other. Uh, my number two is, oh, it gets much stranger, Kevin. I've already, I've already, I've already said it. Yeah, I mean, I guess technically my number one favorite moment in the episode ought to be the appearance of Kevin because I got so excited when it happened. Yes. But I'm not redoing my list now. My number two instead is the part where they're getting ready to open the treasure chest and they're debating whether to do it. And Phineas says he's going to open it. And Buford's like, bad beards forever, dude. And Baljeet's like, and you don't even have a chin. Your Baljeet impression sounds like Dr. D. Does it? Yes. I don't know how to sound like Baljeet then. And you don't even have a chin. That's... And you don't even have a chin. <laughs> now, don't blow out the uh, people's ear tones, Dad. Well, how did that sound? It sounded fine. Not great. I'll, I'll have to work on my Baljeet. He's got a very high-pitched voice, and it just gets higher as the I, show I can, goes on. I can do Isabella's voice. Do you know why? Why? Because I'm a girl. Yeah, that helps. Well, Callie, what's your number one? Uh, my number one is, why do my nostrils whisper to me? That is... That is funny. That's part of the Ballad of Badbeard song, I guess, technically. But uh, it goes like, Arg, 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 arg. This is the Battle of Bad, bad Beer. Or, I'm running out of under pets. And then, why do my nostrils whisper to me? Yep. Just kind of comes out of I nowhere. I thought when um, Candace touched the moss, it's like when people are on drugs. Yes, that's the idea. It's supposed to be like some sort of psychedelic substance. <laughs> that's so, how I picture Candace would laugh I mean I definitely I was debating for that one for my number three but since Callie had it I figured I'd pick something else you were laughing at it it definitely would it, it definitely should be on my top three then why along is it? with the zebra because I wanted to talk about other things that's not some, an excuse there dad so many, there were so many good things in this episode uh, in fact right along with that was when she's going across the lake and it just shows her like all spaced out and different colors and then it looks like she's floating but she's actually bouncing across the lake behind Perry the Platypus. <laughs> so, but my number okay, one... My, if this wasn't in my list but it would have been like, whoa, when Perry was getting his mission from the nest in Agent E and Candace has like their little binoculars that her fingers... It looks like she's like, looking through binoculars. Whoa, that looks so strange. Perry's talking... Perry and the eagle are talking to a man inside an egg. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pretty much everything about Candace in this episode is is pretty hilarious. 
even the part like where they even arrive in, eyes. in the cave and she's kind of crouching behind that little rock and going <laughs> like on the first episode she's like <laughs> yes, exactly. so my number one is going to be all the stuff that grandpa clyde says i'm going to run down six six things that he says this isn't the deal but my first, my first favorite thing is what Grandpa Clyde says. I got to give some examples of it. Fine. Phineas asks, "What's Badbeard Lake?" And he goes, "Well, it's a body of fresh water surrounded by no, the Badbeard part. Oh, <laughs> oh." And then, does anyone have a concertina? Buford. <laughs> and after he sings the song, well, I didn't say it was much of a song. And the forest is teeming with life for us to step on. And in the background, when he's describing the moss and Candace is leaning against the moss, he says, left is right and right is wrong. And then, and so he said he was, he was searching for the treasure once. He goes, of course, then I discovered girls and the rest was a blur. <laughs> so those are my, those are my collectively, my number one, all of Grandpa Clyde's great lines in this episode. What would have made um, my top three would have been... You see, kids, the forest has many animals for us to step on. Did you have that on your list? Yeah. Okay, see? We worked, we worked that in. And at the end of it all, Ferb said that they came out of it with... And perhaps the greatest pirate story ever told. Wow, that was the greatest pirate story ever told. It may have been. Okay, well, now it's time for my joke, because I wanted to tell it for an episode and a half. Okay, so the waiter comes up to us, some so-and-so in the restaurant, and asks, Hi, can I get you a drink? And the person says, Hi, I'd just like a salad. And they're like, Okay, great, I'll have this chef blend that into a smoothie since you don't listen. Well, we wanted to finish out this episode by looking again at our top-ranked songs. So, Also, if you skip to the end of the episode, go back. We last go did back. this after in episode 13 after it's about time and since then we've had another well another 11 episodes but we've had another couple another dozen songs so before we get into the next episode which has a ton of songs in it let's go ahead and count down our top three songs so far Enter in this talk. second section running from jerk de soleil through the ballad of bad beard callie what is your number three? My number three. Um, it's the one where it's like it goes, Mom, it's your birthday. It's I called I love you, Mom. I thought it was called Mom's birthday, but we searched up and it was I love you, Mom. So my number three comes from Jerk de Soleil, the beginning of this stretch of episodes, and it is E V I L B O Y S. That's the one where Candace is singing after the she eats the wild parts. Let me spell it out for you. E-V-I-L-B-O-Y-S. E-V-I-L-B-O-Y-S. Testify, Candace, testify. My number two is Vinajoids and Furbots. Vinajoids and Furbots. We're Vinajoids and Furbots and we're here to say. That's all yeah. of that. So here to say something. I don't, I don't, remember, the, I don't remember the lyrics either. So my number two is going to be Perry the Platypus, or what I would call Agent P theme song from One Good Scare Ought to Do It. 
He's a semi-aquatic egg-laying mammal of action. <laughs> He's Perry, Perry the platypus. You can call him Agent P. You can call him Agent P. Perry, Perry the platypus. Agent P. That's how course, I ended it. They pull a lot of pull a lot of uh, little hits out of that song to play Agent throughout the P. episodes. But Ty, Kelly and I both agree on what definitely is the number one song from this I, batch of episodes. You're gonna be busted, busted. I don't want to put the hurt, hurt on, on you. But you, but better, you better believe it when I tell you that I finally got the dirt on you. You're, you're busted. busted. Yeah, she's finally gonna see the light. This is how it's gonna be when she finds out that I was always right. You're busted. Busted.